Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of BJ Shea's Geek Nation. And I'm Vicky Barcelona. And with me, and only with me, is Joey Dees. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, okay, it's been a little weird. You're noticing that we haven't had any podcasts up lately. Our company's been having a lot of the technical issues, so we wanted to make sure you're not, you know, missing us too badly. So we decided to kind of put together a quick, tiny little podcast uh, to the best of our abilities for you to be able to still listen and get a few updates. Damn, ransomware, hackers, they got our computers, Vicky, all of them. Not only just us, but like it's nationwide. It's pretty nuts. Uh, Before we get started, I do want to give you guys a heads up. Go to our website, bjgeeknation.com. It's going to have all our podcast blogs and more. More! (laughs) But Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube uh, for all of our stuff as well. Radio.com app, iTunes app. You can listen to us everywhere. Well, because we don't know when the podcasts are going to come back, we decided to jam everything into this one quick one for you, which means we have a guest with us, Vicky. Yeah, we got uh, Scott from Comics Dungeon. Scott from Comics Dungeon joins us, and you can find more information about Comics Dungeon, what they do at comicsdungeon.com. And if you're in the Seattle area, I definitely suggest you check them out. They've got an amazing store and some fun things to do there. Scott, what do you got for us for comic book recommendations this week? Yeah, this week I've got a, a, a couple new number ones. Um, let's start off with uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah. Um, the, these two ladies had a pretty rough time in, in the recent Heroes in Crisis uh, miniseries. Uh, Harley Quinn was kind of psychologically abused, and Ooh. Poison Ivy was killed. Whoa! Um, yeah, so 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 uh, there you go. Uh, how does how does a new number one with poison ivy work then? Because uh, she's dead. Yeah. Well, <laughs> being being as she's kind of a plant based uh, superhero, she had an escape clause, and uh, ah. she was she was able to regrow. Ah, okay, that kind of makes sense then. Kind of group yeah. style, if you uh, if you're not familiar, then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, and unfortunately, when she regrew her. Her, her powers aren't quite the same. She's still not quite in control of everything, and it just seems weird. So in this uh, in this story, um, the two of them are are together, uh, kind of Thelma and Louise like uh, story. But uh, but you know Harley's going, hey, I was not a really good villain, um, but maybe I could be a really good hero. So she's like, hey. Ivy, let's go be heroes. And I and and I and Ivy's like, uh, yeah, I'm here naked, and I need to go shopping. Yeah, can we at least um, kind of figure out the whole clothing situations before we do the superhero thing? Exactly, <laughs> small details, and um, you know, and one of the things that ends up happening is Poison Ivy ends up getting this gift from Lex Luthor. Which, mm. as we all know, Lex Luthor never sends a one-sided gift. Oh gosh, yeah, but. It, it's this, it's this fertilizer, if you will, that helps her control her powers. Oh, um, wow. But, but unfortunately, also respawns the Floronic Man, who is another one of DC's plant-based uh, villains. <laughs> sure. And, uh, you know, because between Swamp Thing, Poison Ivy, Floronic... You know, yeah, I was wondering, just, I was like, what happened to Swamp Thing, poor guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so it's... Uh, 
uh, apparently DC has an issue with plants. They must be all evil. Um, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> right. So at least yeah. at this point, yeah, maybe they have a chance to become superheroes then when and when all this is said and done. Exactly. So it's a, this is a six-issue miniseries. It's a good one to jump in if you're a fan of Harley or Poison Ivy. Go check it out. It was worth reading. That sounds like a lot of fun. What do you got next for us? Next is pretty, 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 pretty deadly. Pretty deadly. <laughs> uh, uh, this is uh, the third miniseries in a in a five uh, miniseries run that Kelly Sue oh. DeConnick and Emma Rios is. Um, is doing and this is in my opinion kelly sue's best work it is uh poetic it is lyrical uh it is has mysticism in it and uh each one is taking place in a different era this one's taking place in kind of the golden age of hollywood and uh and it's 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 an interesting story it opens up with a uh uh young woman being killed and now her uncle is kind of challenged if you will with the um mission to figure out what went on Mm -hmm. um and her uncle happens to be a conjurer uh uh some sort of mystic uh so he's familiar with death and afterlife and all this so he's he's going down this exploration but it's 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 a really kind of almost noir y type story. It seems like it um, would need to be at that point, especially if you're dealing with like old Hollywood and stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And if you haven't read the other ones, they were like western and you know yeah. different moods. Uh, so it's it's a, I'm really interested to see where they're going to go with this uh, with all of these story arcs and how they tie it all together. But Emma Rios' art is just amazing, and it just that's goes what I was about to say. Like mood. I just I just did a quick search of her on the internet, and her art is fantastic. It is insane. And uh, so, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Uh, Number one just came out, so uh, great time to reconnect. Awesome. Thank you so much, Scott. And if you guys want some comic book recommendations of your own, hit up the Facebook. Just look up Comics Dungeon. You can uh, bug Scott that way or head over to the uh, physical store. We said that before. Go to ComicsDungeon.com to get all that information. Thank you so much, Scott. Thanks, Ruff. Thank you so much, Scott. You rock, man. Giving us those comic book recommendations. Make sure to go visit him at the Comics Dungeon. Yep, it's in Wallingford, Seattle. It's When I lived in Seattle, I would go there all the time. It's one of my favorite comic book shops. And they're super nice. You can just sit and chat. And it was also like, it's one of those places you can be like, I don't really know what I'm looking for. What do you recommend? And they always have great recommendations. I've actually got a lot of books I never would have thought of buying had it not been for them. But uh, moving on in the world of geekdom, a lot of stuff's been going on in the last couple of weeks. Uh, a lot of reboot talk. Always more reboots. Uh, did you hear the Battlestar Galactica reboot works? Uh, okay, I know they did the, the prequel or something, right? That they, was... They've done a lot. They did a, oh, what was it called? Caprica? Caprica, which yeah. was the the city they lived in before mm-hmm. it got taken over by the Cylons. Yes, yes. Um, so we know that Battlestar Galactica, the original was back, I believe, in the 70s? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. Um, and then they redid it, like, back, uh, I want to say, early to mid-2000s, and that was the one with Katie Sackhoff, and um, I'm totally blanking on his name right now. 
John Him. Uh, John Edwards Olmos. Yes, Olmos. that anyway. sounds correct. Um, but now that uh, NBC Universal has announced that it has tapped Sam Ismail, who is the uh, the Globin, Golden Globe winning and Emmy nominated creator of Mr. Robot. Oh yeah, great series. Yep, and Homecoming, and they're going to reboot it for the streaming platform Peacock. And if you haven't heard, NBC Universal is coming out with their own streaming service because everyone is. And why is it called Peacock? Uh, because of the little peacock in the NBC logo. <laughs> of course, that makes complete sense. How it's did just, I not think of that? It just makes me think of Katy Perry. Yeah, honestly. pretty much. <laughs> or Snowflake. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, uh, but it's, I don't know. I, I kind of wish they could just go back and re, just kind of fix it. Like fix the ending for the last series. Because I was really loving the show. I binged the hell out of it. And I was kind of a little eh at the ending. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like all great series. They get wrapped up and you're like, well, it's not what I wanted, but at least it was a wrap up. Right. Uh, so we'll see kind of what what goes on with that. If it's going to be a 100% reboot. There's some sources also I was reading that uh, it's not going to be a reboot, but it's going to be set in the same universe. I don't mind new CGI, same universe, different actors. That, you know, Maybe the ones we recognize, but not the, obviously the same actors from the one original we got in 2000, which was the one I watched and loved and then hated and then loved. <laughs> and I don't know where I'm at now with it, but it's good. I mean, as long as we get toasters and red dresses, that's all that matters. Yes, perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, also, speaking of reboot uh, news, so apparently um, Tony Vincicchiera, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, actually said in an interview recently that uh, we want to remake this show or that show, but referring to very famous people whose names I won't use, but they want to redo The Princess Bride. And uh, he's kind of in charge of all that. And a lot of people are not happy. Like, they obviously, it's not set in stone. It's just like, who we want to do this. I'm guessing it's one of those kind of leak it, see what people think. Yeah, one of those, I want to do a reboot. I'm willing to do a reboot. Is everyone going to hate us for doing a reboot? Because right. ah. it is a movie that everyone loves. So will they love it enough to go see a reboot? Yeah. And even uh, Carrie El. Il, uh, I can never say his name, Elius, uh, who was in the original Princess Bride, tweeted out, there's a shortage of perfect movies in the world. It would be a pity to damage this one. Huh. What if you just did a reboot with a completely different name, exact same storyline, and you were just like, oh, it's just really similar. We were inspired. Right. I don't know. It's. I feel like there is so much awesome independent work that is new and fresh, and they should be tapping into that instead of trying to reboot and redo every single thing. Because some things... We don't really need live action adaptations. Obviously, I think The Lion King didn't do so well. Mm, no. I know the they're doing a Lady and the Tramp live action, uh, but that's going to be on the Disney Plus. Oh, okay. So I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I don't mind if they do it, because then if you don't like it, just don't see it. But I understand when people are like, oh, but if I want to social someone the Princess Bride, I don't want them to go see the new one. I want them to see the old. I get it. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. If you don't want to see it, don't see it. I think a, a lot of people that complain about this kind of stuff, you need to go back and watch it and see if it holds up. Because I watched it only for the very first time only a couple of years ago, maybe like oh, okay. six years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it was kind of a weird situation because uh, my roommate at the time had, had seen it and he was excited for me and his now wife to see it. But she wasn't interested, so she started cleaning, and he felt guilty, so he started cleaning, and I'm sitting there kind of feeling guilty that I'm not cleaning, (laughs) watching this movie, so it was kind of tainted for me. Oh, no. But, I mean, watch it. See if it still holds up. See if it's not too slow. Yeah. I'm surprised people get so angry about it, though. It's like, it's not even You're ruining my childhood. I'm like, wow, is your childhood so fragile? Oh, sad. Uh, um, but we do have other news in, in the world of movies. Apparently, uh, the Suicide Squad 2 cast has been announced. Oh, boy. Now... (laughs) We all know the Suicide Squad 1 wasn't that good. We get it. We're moving on. It's a new movie. Okay, round two. 
Uh, so James Gunn, as we know, is going to be directing this one, and he's you know obviously done Guardians of the Galaxy. He is fantastic. Uh, I want him to be in more involved in more and more things. Uh, but he posted a picture with a cast list of names, no roles really, like who's going to be who. Um, but the caption said, "Don't get too attached." Well, that's weird. So I have a feeling it might be Game of Thrones style where we're going to lose a few people. It's like a bunch of A-list actors that are in the movie for like one minute. Mm -hmm. So we know that Margot Robbie will be reprising her role as Harley Quinn, and she's also going to be in Birds of Prey. She's going to be a main one. Yep. Um, On this list, we did notice we're missing Will Smith. No! Now, there is rumors that he might get replaced uh, as Deadshot because Idris Elba is also in this movie. Mm, But maybe he'll come, like maybe we'll know later if he's in, or maybe we just won't have him at all. Um, but, uh, there's some, a lot of places have been saying, oh, well, this character is going to be this actor and this actor's playing this and this. But, uh, James Gunn answered a fan question on Twitter saying, uh, you know, a bunch of, about the character roles that have been kind of out there. All the reports are wrong oh, or wow. some of the reports are wrong. I should say, uh, while he anticipates that some information will be leaked overall, we don't know the exact casting details. I mean, in a part of the list uh, Margot Robbie, obviously, is Harley Quinn. Yep. Joel Kinnaman reprising his role as Rick Flag. Idris Elba, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jai Courtney is going to be Captain Boomerang again. Uh, Takai Waititi. Got it. Who, Nailed it. Who was the director for Thor Ragnarok. Okay. okay. And was also the big rock guy. I like the rock guy. Oh, my God. He's so funny. Like, his yeah. voice is just like, piss off, ghost. <laughs> I was just watching it yesterday. Nice. Uh, we have Alice Braga, Nathan Fillion, which wow, okay. makes sense because he's kind of made appearances in um, Guardians of the Galaxy on both of them. He's going to die. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Uh, David Dashmalishan, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, he's rumored to be Polka Dot Man. Who is going to be the greatest it's exactly hero what villain. You think, <laughs> Polka Dot Man. Uh, Viola Davis is going to be Amanda Waller again. Michael Rooker, a.k.a. Yondu, or Yondu. Mary Pop- Poppins. Uh, we don't know what he's going to be. John Cena. Yes, John Cena, the whole movie. <laughs> All I want to do is have cuts to him with like a really stern face and then him like crushing something with his biceps. I kind of hope he's an invisible character. Oh, my God. Because you can't God. see me, huh? Huh? Uh, there's rumor that he's going to be Peacemaker. Uh, Storm Reed, who I believe was the little girl in like like the Wish movie with like Oprah and stuff. Okay, okay. Um, some of the other names that you may know: Pete Davidson. Uh, wow, really? Right? Huh? Peter Capaldi, the, the doctor dude. Yeah. Um, he had a shaved head in one of his interviews, and they asked him if he could say anything. He just said that there's a lot of prosthetics involved. So people think that maybe he's a is it King Shark? But there's also rumors that King uh, Shark, Steve Agee's King Shark. Uh, but lots of lots of other actors as well. You know, again, Suicide Squad one got a lot of hype, and obviously it was a little bit of a letdown for a lot of people. But again, this is kind of the same thing. I feel like this movie's going to get a lot of hype, and I'm going to go into it with the whole well, it, it very well could be good as long as it's not written the same way it was written the first time, or, or shot, or cut up, or however we want to say what ruined that movie really. But I mean, look look at the cast, look at the writers. I mean, I think it could be good. I mean, I'm hoping it's good. I, the problem with Suicide Squad, I feel like. They they spent way too much time on certain characters, and they also spent way too much time like with their backstories. Yeah, and then the rest of it was like, holy crap, rush it. Yeah, I feel like it should be a perfect meshing of Deadpool meets Thor Ragnarok. Like, boom, yes. that's what we want to see. Just with DC villains. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's go over to Marvel real quick. Okay, Marvel, what do you got? Something I have been hoping for, and I've been saying this has to happen. This will happen because I cannot accept the reality any other way. Okay. So there has been rumor, Cosmic Book News has shared that 
the series Daredevil might come back on FX and uh, will also be a home for the Defenders in time. So as we know, Netflix canceled Defenders, Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, which, I mean, that deserved to get canceled. Daredevil just had the best season. Why? It was it, the, the, the fighting scenes in that yeah. show were ridiculous. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So we know that uh, FX recently got bought out by Disney. So it makes sense that FX is known for more of the grittier adult content. Yeah. Um, but the rumor is that it's going to be uh, airing on FX, and then uh, which is a better home than Disney Plus. But then they'll stream it on Hulu. Which, if that happens, oh. I freaking called it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, they have FXX also, which is their even more grittier version of that. If they really need to show more blood, and they wanted to go to a different channel, uh, obviously Hulu can do whatever they want, streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's nice because I mean, I'm sure everyone wants to see the return of that series. I, it's got to be the best Marvel series, in my opinion. And I think it'd be really stupid of them to try to redo it all with new actors. No, you have to continue because you're never going to put out a product like they did. That show no. was. I mean, or when I think anybody. of a good one, yeah. And it was like one of the first ones, too. You know, mm-hmm. it really caught everyone out of the whole, oh, they're going to put a bunch of superhero mo- or shows on well, streaming it, services. It was also Daredevil. And the only other real, you know, yep. besides the comics, the only taste people have had of Daredevil was Ben Affleck's version. Ben Affleck. Woo. And I thought that movie was great when I was 13. Yeah. Same with me. It was a superhero movie. And boy, did I like it. And that soundtrack was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Little did I know it really wasn't good for everyone else, though. No, it isn't good for adults with taste. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was was a nice surprise and we got all these other awesome characters it's still in the mcu even though they never really cross streams too much um but i really hope they do this if they're gonna pick other actors then don't do it at all and i heard they already had they were already writing season four Mm -hmm. when they got canceled so i mean i can only imagine that this won't be too far from the future if they do decide to greenlight it i i would like to see more defenders like i as much as i didn't like iron fist in the last season luke cage was eh yeah. Um, I would like to see what kind of happens. In the, did you ever watch the last season of Jessica Jones? No, and I didn't watch the third season, right? Yes. No, I haven't seen that one. Uh, far superior than the second season. Obviously, mm-hmm. the first season is going to be the best. Yeah. Um, but I did like the way they, like, where they went with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Defenders, the only real problem with it was that the storyline kind of was ending, and it was like right. kind of out there and wasn't really explained. Like, I mean, again, the hand. Yeah, I don't really mind any of the actors. I thought all the no. actors did a great job. But again, like you said, Defenders 2, reboot it, kind of like Fantastic Four, just throw them all back in together. Yeah, I feel like they could. there's so much that could be done there with all those different characters, and I like the idea of treating Iron Fist as like the little brother. It's like, okay, shut up, you. Yeah. It's like, no, you're going to stay here. I don't care how wealthy you are. <laughs> it's like, Carl, get in the house, basically. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but we want to hear from you. What do you guys think of these movies that are being rebooted? Is there a movie that you would like to see yeah. rebooted? Hashtag save Daredevil. Yep. And now, yeah, definitely. Uh, we would like to see Daredevil back. Is there any that, any show that you don't think should come back? Do you, did you not like Jessica Jones, Luke Cage? I think if they brought back Luke Cage, it needs to be a Luke Cage Iron Fist it, show. Yeah, and just learn from what you've been doing before. Take all the superheroes and mash them together into a series. They can be a main character. It can be just a Luke Cage. But they got to have like four friends that show up in every other episode because, yes. you know, you just get bored. Yeah, definitely. Well, I hope you enjoyed this uh, short little podcast that we were able to put out for you guys. Yeah, thank you for joining us. If you want a movie to go see this weekend, see Ad Astra. Brad Pitt's in it. He's flying in space again. The guy can't get away from it. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, otherwise, I mean, enjoy the rest of your week. Hopefully, we'll have new podcasts out next week. We're crossing our fingers here. And cross them for us. And until next time, stay nerdy. 